Hey everybody, welcome to Grace City Church Podcast. This is Pastor George. As you know, it's our vision to equip, empower, and encourage emerging leaders. It's our mission to teach, train, and coach as the Word of God transforms. I am so elated to spend these next few moments with you. Wow, how fulfilling it is to say that again on this podcast. I know, I know, please forgive me. It has been a while since we have been on and I've given you a new episode, but guess who's back? I'm back. Uh, There have been so many great things that have taken place in my life, as well as our church, Grace City Church. There have been some tremendous things that have happened. And just like there have been tremendous things that have taken place in my life, I know that things uh, have been even greater in your life. I know uh, that things have been working out for the good. And despite the current circumstances that you may be facing now uh, that may make you anxious or feel overwhelmed, it does not deny the fact or defy the power of God that all things work together for the good of those who love him and are called according to his purpose. And I know that much has happened in 2020, but you always remember that we give thanks in all things despite everything, for he's the God that never fails. Yeah, we give thanks in all things despite everything. Yeah, no matter what's going on, no matter how it looks, despite it all, we give thanks in it. We offer up praise. And I know you face circumstances and I know you've gone through uh, trials, tribulations, you face some turbulence, but he's the God of miracles. He's the God of wonders. He's the God of the supernatural. He's the God that prevails and avails. He's the God that promised he'd never leave you nor forsake you. And and right where you are right now, God is present. For the word of God declares he's a very present help in the time of trouble. You know, when I think about adversity, And I think about growing through hardship. I think about everything that's happened in 2020, yet God is still a way maker. Yet he's still a miracle worker and a light in the darkness. And I think about a Bible character. I think about a Bible character who overcame much adversity and, and was zealous in his pursuit for God. And though he found himself in different circumstances, he never left the presence of God. He remained a praiser. He remained a worshiper. And I know you probably figured it out by now. I'm talking about King David. King David is known for uh, his great writings, the rhythm in his word. He's known for his great leadership and his ability to follow and his relationship with Jonathan and, uh, and the legacy that he left behind. And even Jesus came from the lineage of David. Uh, King David is known for the books that he wrote and the poems that he wrote. He's known for so much. But the truth is, The King David, we know, we reverence, we revere, we love, did not start off as a king. No, he became a king. He was anointed to be king, but he did not start off as a king. king. 
It was King David who said in Psalms 34 that I'll bless the Lord at all times. His praises shall continually be in my mouth. My soul makes her boast in the Lord. The humble hear thereof and are glad. Oh, magnify the Lord with me. Let us exalt his name together. I sought the Lord and he heard me and delivered me from all my fears. They looked unto me and were lightened and their faces were not ashamed. This poor man cried and the Lord heard him and saved him out of all his troubles. The angels of the Lord encamped round about them that fear him and delivered them. My favorite verse is verse eight. Oh, taste and see that the Lord is good. Blesses the man that trusteth in him. Oh, fear ye the Lord, ye saints, for there is no want to them who fear him. The young lions do lack and suffer hunger, but they that seek the Lord shall not want anything. That was King David. But King David did not start as a king. If you go back to the beginning of his life, you'll find that his story started as a shepherd boy in his father's Jesse's house. And, and one day, God tells the prophet, who's the priest at that time, to go to Jesse's house because he's going to anoint one of his sons to be king. And God did not tell the prophet which one it would be. He just told him where to go to find him. He's in an unexpected place. He's in a season of his life where he's a shepherd. He's not a king yet, but I do have a call on his life. He, he's a king uh, that's leading sheep. He's in a king. He's a king that's herding sheep. He's in a king that's cleaning sheep. Uh, he's in a king that's feeding. She's a king that's feeding sheep. But no matter where he is right now, Samuel, I want you to go to the unexpected place and I want you to anoint him king. He may be a shepherd right now, but I've got purpose for him. And the place he's in right now is to prepare him for destiny. So go to the unexpected place and anoint my king. Well, Samuel's not like us. He did not know that the king was a shepherd boy. So he gets to Jesse's home and he tells Jesse, bring out your sons. I'm going to anoint one of them. So Jesse brings out his best. The handsome, the good looking, the strong, the skilled, the smart, the intellectual, the favored, the one who does the right thing. Samuel is sure that one of these boys is going to be the king. One of these boys, they're, they're the one. <laughs> they're the one God wants me to anoint. And Samuel turns the horn that has the oil in it. But the oil does not flow over the favored one. The oil does not flow over the one who was picked by the father. The oil doesn't flow over the smartest. The, the oil doesn't flow over the kindest one. The, the oil doesn't flow. It doesn't come out over the one that everybody likes and the one that everybody approves of. And Samuel gets through all of these boys and the oil has not flowed. God has not chosen any of them. 
I wonder when we read this story, do we automatically think about other people who thought they were the one, but it really wasn't them? Or when you hear the story, do you think about false presentations that you presented to God and hoping that the oil would flow on the part of you you presented? Well, people seem to like this part of me, so maybe I'll present this to God. But the oil isn't flowing. Well, people think I'm skillful in this area. They think I'm talented in this area. Maybe I'll present this part of me to God, but the oil isn't flowing. Well, I've been this, I've been this, I've been this. You've built an image, a, a false presentation to present to people. And you think that false presentation, that false identity that you present to people, that you can present it to God. But when you present it to God, there's a jam. Here I am. I want to give myself away. I want to be yours, but the oil isn't flowing. Why isn't the oil flowing? The prophet is looking. The father is trying to wonder. You said you deliver me. Why? You said that you were going to anoint one of my sons. What's going on? And it's because the father tried to present what he thought was perfect. The father tried to present what he thought was acceptable. Well, That's our time for today. I want you to join me on part two. Join me on our next episode. And remember, I love you and happy new year.